If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. NBC News Radio. I'm Matt Mattinson. President Biden will reinstate coronavirus travel restrictions rescinded by former President Trump. Trump rolled back restrictions on travelers from Europe, the United Kingdom, and Brazil in the days before he left office, but Biden will reverse that on Monday. He'll also add South Africa to the travel ban list because of a concerning coronavirus strain. A former member of the Coronavirus Task Force says the Trump White House wasn't big on mask wearing. People were concerned about the president and wanted to protect the president. They believe that testing would be a reasonable substitution for people masking. On CBS's Face the Nation, Dr. Deborah Burke said she was one of only two people who regularly wore a mask inside the building. Former President Trump got infected with COVID-19, but Burke said she didn't know how sick Trump actually became. Six people are dead in what Indianapolis police are calling the worst shooting the city has seen in years. There are no right words to say at this time. Time in our community must come to terms with the largest mass casualty shooting in more than a decade. Among those who died were a pregnant woman and her unborn child. Police found the bodies in a home after a boy was found outside with a gunshot wound. He's the only survivor of the shooting. Two prison inmates are on the loose in Arizona. Inmates John Sharpio and David Harmon escaped from the Arizona State Prison Complex about 60 miles outside Phoenix sometime on Saturday. Harmon is serving a 100-year sentence for kidnapping and second-degree burglary. Meanwhile, Sharpio is serving 35 years for child molestation and sexual abuse. Social media star Jojo Siwa is thanking fans for their support after she came out as gay in a series of social media posts. The 17-year-old, known for her stint on Dance Moms, first posted a TikTok video dancing to Lady Gaga's Born This Way. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Bob Vila here with my home improvement tip of the day. Winter's on the way, and that means homeowners are once again resuming their seasonal quest to get the most heat for the least money. If you have a fireplace that's inefficient, you might want to consider installing a fireplace insert. Most inserts are considerably more efficient than the fireplaces they replace. The best way to vent an insert is into a stainless steel liner that extends through the existing flue, from the top of the stove to the top of the chimney. That setup provides the highest efficiency, plus it's easy to inspect and clean. Though you can also vent the stove insert into the existing chimney, it's a bit trickier. That's because the proportions of the existing chimney may not match up with the size of the insert. If that's the case, the chimney won't draft properly, and besides getting smoke in your eyes every time you open the stove, you'll also get a rapid buildup of flammable acid-laden creosote in the chimney. Get more info at BobVila.com and right here at home with me, Bob Vila.
This segment is sponsored by Dickie's Barbecue, now in Yucaipa at 335-62 Yucaipa Boulevard in the Vaughn Shopping Center. Dickie's Barbecue, where you can get sauced with five delicious barbecue sauces. For the holidays, there's the Dickies Holiday Feast Options. Everything you need for a festive gathering with delicious hassle-free meals that you just eat and serve. Whatever your needs are, they have the perfect option, including the complete feast, the dinner feast, or the single holiday meats and sides. Available for pickup and delivery from Dickies. And there's no charge for kids on Sundays. In fact, the kids get free ice cream. Dickies Barbecue, now open in Yucaipa at 335-62 Yucaipa Boulevard in the Vaughn Shopping Center. Dickie's Barbecue, whatever your needs are. Thank you so much for your endless work to all of the doctors, nurses, first responders, and all putting themselves in harm's way for the benefit of all of us. We continue to pray for your safety and well-being, as well as the patients you care for. This message is from My Tranny Shop, family-owned and operated for over 30 years. Bring your foreign or domestic vehicle to My Tranny Shop, located at 21891 Alessandro Boulevard in Moreno Valley, or call 951-243-7675. My Tranny Shop is encouraging everyone to support local businesses. Their people who care. Southern California Edison wants you and your family to be prepared in an emergency. What's in your safety kit? A little preparation can go a long way. You should have an easy to reach kit that includes basic necessities like first aid supplies, emergency food, water, medication, and important phone numbers. That's a start, but there's more. Learn about other tools and supplies you can prepare with at SEE.com slash be prepared. For several years, KCAA has been marketing the Longevity brand of nutritional and personal care products. Our experience with Longevity has been 100% positive, so we are pleased to recommend them to you. Regarding nutritional supplements, we recommend Pollen Burst in the berry flavor and Tangy Tangerine 2.0 in the tablet form. For regularity issues, we recommend 3-Day Cleanse, and for personal care, we recommend Morning Hydration Cream. You can shop online for Longevity at www.kcaateam.com or you can order by phone by calling 800-982-3197 and tell customer support that you are part of the KCAA team. Longevity is an American company based in San Diego. Call Longevity at 800-982-3197 and ask about monthly auto ship that allows you to buy Longevity products at wholesale prices. That number again, 800-982-3197. The following program is produced by the AM First Radio Network and distributed by Global American Broadcasting, the GAB Radio Network. Thank you for tuning Thank you for tuning in for this edition of Justice Watch with Attorney Zulu Ali. I am Attorney Zulu Ali with the Justice Watch crew, Rosa Nunez, Michael Bilal Clark, Dr. Akil Bashir, uh, Paulina Hila, and Andrea Rodeman. Uh, this week, like every week, we'll be discussing critical legal and social justice issues that are impacting our community. Can, can you hear me? Yes. 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 All right. Y'all heard my introduction? Yes. Huh? Yes, yes. we did. Yes, we did. Okay. How, how was the uh, Justice Watch family? Uh, all is well. All, all is well. well. Yes. Yours. 
Who said that? Can you hear me? Is there yeah, feedback? Good, no, we can hear you, good. Yeah, we can hear oh. you. I'm just trying to figure out the online um, sound because you're not coming in fully. So I'm. I'm not coming in online. No, the sound is not coming in. Have you got it plugged into the thing? Am I, am I coming okay. over now? We're good. We're good now. All right. Okay. So anyway, so man, it's cold out here, man. Just as the Justice Watch crew is actually in the studio, and I'm actually in in Minnesota, man. You know, it's two degrees out here. Mm. Oh my. Huh? Yes, sir. Huh? Yes, sir. It's cold. It's cold. But anyway, so this week, like every week, we'll be discussing critical legal and social justice issues that are impacting our community. Specifically, this week, um, we'll be talking about the inauguration 2021. Um, Trump's gone. Are you glad? We are more than glad. <laughs> no. We got uh, Biden and uh, Kamala Harris uh, in office now. We got Kamala Harris, the first uh, female and first African-American person to to hold that post. Mm -hmm. Are we happy about that? Certainly. Yes, we are. (laughs) So, So everybody happy? I wouldn't say happy, but we um, better than we were. I, I wouldn't say happy, my brother. I ain't gonna say happy. <laughs> Excited, <laughs> optimistic. Yeah, I say I'm holding off on my happiness for the yeah. next hundred days. <laughs> we got to see what they're gonna do. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I'm probably gonna make. I want everybody to be happy. I don't want to. I don't want the celebration to end early. Mm. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't want everybody. I don't want to. You know, I, I like everybody tuning into my show, and I don't like to make everybody mad. And so uh, I want everybody to stay glad. Yes, sir. Uh, but at any rate, some of the things, you know, but I got to keep it real. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's right. Now you're talking. So we talking about, okay, so we know the first three days we had uh, President Biden sign 30 executive orders. Mm-hmm. In the past three days, mm-hmm. have y'all read those orders? Some of them. Some of them. Some of them. Huh? Some, yeah, some of, them. of them. And and how are they going to impact you? Uh, <laughs> well, huh? when you're talking about immigration, when you're talking about um, infrastructure and all of that, might not seem like it's something that's going to affect us pretty soon, but it's definitely in the long term something that's looking good for communities of color. Yeah. Well, there's, there's some there's some good news and bad news. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so the good good news is he did he did some stuff. I mean, he signed the executive orders. A lot of it had to do, obviously, with coronavirus, which yeah. obviously those are things that we need to to deal with. Um, he also somebody. Are you sure I'm being heard? Somebody said they can't hear me. We can hear you just fine. I'm talking about is it coming over the computer? Yes, it's yeah, it's coming over the the. Let me play it on the side. All right, but anyway, yeah, just make sure I'm coming over and it's, and it's loud enough on the what you call it. But at any rate, um, so one of the issues when it comes to the it comes to civil rights, one of the issues that I know was preventing workplace discrimination 
Um, and they said that there's a problem that they can't hear my voice. Yeah, they said they can't hear. Huh? Rose yeah, he's working, working on it right his, now. Uh, brother Bilal. I mean, Brother Azulu. Okay, so... Working on it from where? What do you mean? She's on the Your computer. Rose is working on it right now. Do do I need? Am I okay? So at any rate, so there's thirty. There was thirty executive orders. One of them had to do with preventing workplace and uh, violence. Um, I guess you guys are going to have to talk because if I'm not coming, I don't think it's the computer. I think it might be. It makes sure that the the USB is plugged into the thing. If the USB is plugged in and the other thing, so you guys go ahead and talk, and I, I can come after the break. Because if they can't hear me, there's no use to be talking. Yeah. So go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. He's there. Okay. So yeah. So so what are what are what are we thinking in terms of like you're saying there's 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 30 executive orders that were signing and Rosa, could you give us some of those that were that actually that were. Uh, that were actually signed and like like uh, Zulu was saying in terms of in terms of how they were going to affect us and whether or not they're going to affect us. There are some good ones and there are some bad ones, but um, overall, I mean, you we had those one that was actually halting the wall. Uh, we had the one that actually signed against the Muslim ban, and of course there was countless other ones, but. How is that going to affect the, you know, the overall community in terms of like um, our everyday living? Yeah, well, when you look at most of them, uh, Brother Bilal, um, you know, they're general um, orders that uh, have dealt with things that have been reversed. I think what most people want to see now is survival components. You know, we've got people that are traumatized that don't know how to pay their rent don't know how to feed their families, et cetera. So I don't think the majority of those uh, orders he signs are going to deal with that. I don't want to take anything away from that. I just think simultaneously he's got to put in place uh, those uh, survival processes, man, because uh, we got people that do not know from this day to the next what they're actually going to do. And I think that's what everybody's waiting for to see if um, the uh, the progressiveness that uh, the campaign talked about is actually going to come into actuality, into fruition, and are they going to have a voice in that process? Mm -hmm. and, I, and I've always said that the first 100 days actually would kind of tell us what the next four years is going to actually look mm -hmm. like. Uh, wh what's going to happen these days is it, 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 it actually defines what the next four years. And here, here's the thing. There's a lot of people waiting back, sitting back and waiting to see whether or not uh, they're going to adhere to a lot of a lot of things. But here here's another thing. What promises did he make? There was really no promises that he made in order to uh, directly deal with, you know, the black, brown and disadvantaged communities. There, mm -hmm. there was no promises that was made. And I feel that because there was no promises that was made, he can kind of waver, you know, in between what he feels that it, that is right. But like I say, it goes back to like I said, it's it's the next that these these hundred days is going to be the telltale all, and a lot of people are sitting back and like um, I believe he signed a bill to end the pipeline. A lot mm -hmm. of people are complaining now that 
that's yeah. another another area where there's going to be jobs. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Mm -hmm. Well, I know there was a thousand jobs right off the bat lost in Canada, yeah. so they're not happy at all because Canada was very, uh, very uh, uh, on point to benefit from that. Now, he didn't make any Pacific promises. I do mm -hmm. agree with you, Bilal, but what he did do is on racial justice, social equality, and the, uh, the uh, alteration of the judicial system, he said he was going to make uh, uh, comprehensive strides in that. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the closest thing that's touching our communities into something that uh, actually tangible that we can see tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So let's see. Let's see how that goes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I think his whole aspect on racial justice definitely kind of transfers into the people that he's choosing and putting in office. Mm -hmm. We know that over 54 percent of his administration and the staffers that he has in the White House are people of color and 61 percent mm -hmm. are women. Mm -hmm. So I think he's definitely trying to make a statement with regards to changing the aspect of the White House entirely to really hiring people of color and people who are willing to make these changes. However, I think that um, what happens within the administration itself is really going to be up to the people and to the grassroots movements right. um, that gather together to really hold these people accountable in office, be it in state, local, or federal You're offices, right. um, to the promises that they made on their campaign um, in their campaigns before being elected. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to Biden, you know, he did he did mention a lot of social justice, racial justice mm -hmm. in his own uh, remarks. And we're, we're really expecting for him to Come move to forward it. on some of those things. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really going to be up to us to really put pressure on them because they are um, more... Uh, more capable and more able to move further left than any other presidency before for the simple reason that we had a very far right individual in office. And if we think about the houses of Congress, you know, it's merely democratic. Yeah. So they do have an upper hand in really trying to create policies that benefit people of color, but we shall see what, what it is that they really do. Yeah. And then when we talk about Congress and we talk about Senate, I think you have the Democrats have the majority mm -hmm. of votes there. But, you know, I, I don't think it's one of those things that whether or not a bill is is presented, whether or not he's going to run into that that uh, those people against him, considering the fact that uh, uh, we'll we'll, we'll uh, touch back on the yeah, other side of the break. Uh, don't touch that dial. We'll be back shortly. <laughs> have a great idea for a radio show but have no idea where to start? Or have you been hosting a podcast for a while and want to take it to the next level? If so, you need the Gab Radio Network. To host a show on the Gab Radio Network, all you need is your voice and we'll handle the rest. From technical engineering to full service audio production and much more. Every show on the Gab Radio Network can be heard on our station on the TuneIn Radio app. Plus, we put all of our shows on our satellite which is accessed by over 5,500 stations. 
Sports. And here's the best part. You can host from anywhere you want. There are many means to connect to the Gab Radio Network remotely, and our staff of highly trained engineers and producers will make you sound like you're right here in studio. So... If you want to be on the Gab Radio Network, the same network that hosts the Small Business Advocate, Radio MD, and The Federalist, send an email right now to sales at gabradionetwork.com. That's sales at gabradionetwork.com. Nubian Pictures presents a CCM Films production documentary entitled Purpose and Freedom. Keep your hand on the plow. This emotional and strong documentary tells the story of African-American lawyer Zulu Ali seeking justice and his purpose as a lawyer while crossing paths with Araceli, an undocumented immigrant from Mexico who is seeking her freedom. Together, they help discover their purpose and freedom in each other. Watch this incredible film today from iTunes Movies, YouTube Movies, Amazon Prime, and Google Play Movies. Learn about the cast and crew, links to purchase, and more at PurposeAndFreedomMovie.com. Purpose and Freedom. Keep your hand on the plow. Available now. Rated G. I did not feel safe. That's why I decided to come to California, because I didn't feel safe in Mexico. It's kind of like the system, and if you go outside the system, then it becomes a struggle. Are you an immigrant seeking defense representation and are looking to protect your rights? Or maybe someone who is experiencing an injustice or discrimination and need a lawyer you can trust? Well, that's exactly why you need the help of award-winning trial lawyer Zulu Ali. The law offices of Zulu Ali provides immigration defense representation for those seeking justice and looking to protect their rights. If you or a loved one needs professional legal advice and representation, then contact Zulu Ali. Zulu Ali's firm focuses on criminal law, family law, civil and personal injury, and international law. Zulu Ali is a former police officer and U.S. Marine, so you know you're in good hands. Serving all of California and immigration cases nationwide, representing victims and suspects, at the International Criminal Court at The Hague. Call Zulu Ali today at 888-682-3049 or visit ZuluAliLaw.com. Is he coming in or are we kicking in? Hey! Welcome back to Justice Watch Radio with attorney Zulu Ali and the Justice Watch crew. Well, we're actually talking about the the how the inauguration would actually affect the black and brown disadvantaged community. Mr. Ali, can you hear us on that end? Uh, yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Am I coming over on the radio and online? Yes. Yeah, I think you are. We. Yes. yes, yes, you are. Yes. Okay. So anyway, so I, I think that what we were talking about are the the number of of the executive orders that, that were signed in. There was actually one executive order that specifically addressed the issues with the African-American community or with black people. I mean, of course, it was kind of sprinkled in there with uh, other individuals, uh, but actually it is uh, the uh, executive order, um, or what number is it? I'm trying to actually find the number. Uh, 13-985. And basically, um, and, and, and pretty much, I mean, really what it, what it ends up basically doing is providing for a study 
or a report on how the government itself Mm -hmm. and how different agencies within the government can actually provide resources or allocate resources Mm -hmm. in a way in which is going to be beneficial to the the black community, Mm -hmm. at least in part. I mean, of course, the study that is due within six months gives them the uh, you know that that's kind of the uh, the extent of it. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, to the extent that the that the order is going to materialize into something really beneficial for the African American community, you know, who knows? We we really don't know, um, you know, what will happen on that front. Whether it really is going to materialize in something that's going to be beneficial. Mm-hmm. I can say that. You know, considering that you have, um, you know, 30 executive orders within three days that really address specifically the only uh, minority group that was addressed specifically was the uh, issue regarding sexual orientation mm-hmm. and gender, gender identification in the workplace. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. There's not really anything that addresses the African American community specifically. Yeah. And so, you know, and, and it's like, it's, you know, it's called the domestic policy objectives. I mean, that's, that's kind of the words that they're using. The problem that I have is the glaring issue that we've had over the last, you know, for last few centuries, but really for sure over the last four years without question, uh, even during the Obama administration, even during the uh, administrations that preceded him, Bush, we can just keep going back, are the issue of the the so-called justice system as it relates to black people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, what is doing doing a study that determines how uh, resources are allocated uh, to address issues of un- underserved individuals in the long run going to do to help black people. And it is my suspicion, and I'm just saying this, I really don't care whether, honestly, whether anybody likes what I have to say or not, and, and I mean that 110%, and I'm not really going to walk on eggshells, is that's not really what I wanted to hear mm-hmm. in his first three days in office. Mm-hmm. He should not, before he addresses anything, even before he even really addresses the coronavirus, mm-hmm. he needed to address black people. Mm-hmm. Black people went out to make mm-hmm. sure he was going to get in office. That's right. Mm-hmm. Black that's people right. have basically been on the forefront. In fact, he even went to the extent of even telling people they're not really black. Mm-hmm. But the first three days that you get in office, you don't have one executive order specifically for black people. Mm-hmm. And I'm sick and tired of black people's issues being somehow couched into everybody else's issues. <laughs> Our issues aren't the same as everybody else's. No, and I'm tired of black people always coming out, trying to make sure that we're going to not look like we're racist and we want to, you know, uh, you know, support other people and other cultures and we for everybody. You know what? Sometimes they got to do something for us. Mm-hmm. Well said. So you got 30, the first three things you did in office 
is you didn't say nothing specifically about black people getting beat down by police. That's the most glaring issue that we have. You know what? I might be able to deal with some of the other crap that we have in our society if I didn't have to worry about getting beat down by the police or basically being arrested or basically going to prison for something that I didn't do. Mm-hmm. I probably can deal with all this other stuff. I heard you guys talking about pipelines, heard talking about Canada, talking about whatever this situation is going on. You know what? That ain't that don't do nothing for us. That ain't got nothing to do with us. No. Right? <laughs> so you you basically talking about George, you you use it to your advantage to talk about what's going on with black people and what's deal, what, what we're dealing with, and you don't take the time to write one executive order that says you're going to do something specifically for black people, mm-hmm. but you're going to take the time to say what you're going to do specifically for sexual orientation and gender, gender identification. And when you speak for black people, you couch them into everybody else, and it don't work that way. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work that way now. It hasn't worked that way in the past, and it's not going to work that way in the future. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So we can we can grin and we can, you know, duck and jive, and we can do all those things that that we've been doing. But in the final analysis, they still beating us. I'm sure that they don't beat somebody unjustly tonight. Yes, sir. I mean, the courtrooms haven't changed. The district attorneys haven't changed. The police haven't changed. The judges haven't changed. What are you going to do about those 200 judges that he put on the federal bench that's not going to do nothing? They're going to be interpreting those laws. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. And that's when they right. interpret those laws, who do you think they're going to interpret it for? You know, when, when, when individuals say, you know what, I believe that God put Trump in the office, they're not talking about his character. They're talking about the appointments that he made. <laughs> yeah. That means it don't make any difference what happened to him. He made those appointments, and those appointments are going to bring generations and generations and generations of the same stuff that black folks have been dealing with for the last four or five centuries. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you can wear pearls. I, lo- I love AKAs. I love sisters. I love HBCUs. I love, black- I love all that. But at some point in time, we have to stop stepping and fetching and make a decision Teach. that, you know what, Teach. we need you to do something for us. Mm-hmm. Right? Just because you got a face up there is not enough. You guys need to do something. Day one, that should have been the first executive order you signed. Mm-hmm. That yep. should have been the first one. Mm-hmm. But you're going to wait and, and sign 20. And a matter of fact, the executive order that I mentioned was the last one he signed. Mm-hmm. And he didn't say for black people. He said people like black people. People like and start naming all the other people in this, you know, Native Americans and everybody else. Come on, man. That, that, that's just uh, that's played out. That's just absolutely played out. And we're going to be just where we are four years from now. Yeah. Shucking and driving and mm-hmm. stepping and fetching and all this other kind of stuff. No, you know what? I ain't happy. I'm not happy because I know how I know what they're doing to black folks in the criminal justice system every day, mm-hmm. every day. Yeah, mm-hmm. putting people under the jail. 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And they don't care whether they put you in jail for the wrong reason. They don't care whether you're innocent or not. Mm-hmm. And, if, and I, was, I mean, we don't have another generation. Because a lot of those young men, they just put them under the prisons and keeping them under the prisons. Mm-hmm. Right? So, yeah. what, you know, anything you're going to do, what about the executive order? Why don't you go back and do research about all these police departments? We yeah. got the, are we coming on? Yeah, music? yeah, we, yeah, we back right. on, yeah. Let them know we'll be back on the other side of the break. Well, I'll let you know we'll be back on the other <laughs> side of the break. Yes, <laughs> got to get back. I need some get back. Pay back. Pay back. There's a new nationally syndicated radio program that's sweeping the nation, and you don't want to miss it. Justice Watch with attorney Zulu Ali, the voice of justice for the people. The focus of Justice Watch is to provide an honest analysis and viable solutions to the criminal and social justice crisis in America and the world from a black, brown, working class, and socially disadvantaged perspective, and to motivate listeners to be informed and part of the solution. Zulu Ali is joined by the Justice Crew, consisting of Rosa Nunez, Michael Clark, Dr. Akil Bashir, and Charito Ali to tackle the most pressing issues. Host attorney Zulu Ali is a former police officer, U.S. Marine Corps veteran, and an award-winning trial lawyer who focuses on representing persons accused of crimes, immigrants, victims of discrimination, and persons seeking civil justice. Find out how to listen to Justice Watch with attorney Zulu Ali at justicewatchradio.com. Nubian Pictures presents a CCM Films production documentary entitled Purpose and Freedom. Keep your hand on the plow. This emotional and strong documentary tells the story of African-American lawyer Zulu Ali seeking justice and his purpose as a lawyer while crossing paths with Araceli, an undocumented immigrant from Mexico who is seeking her freedom. Together, they help discover their purpose and freedom in each other. Watch this incredible film today from iTunes Movies, YouTube Movies, Amazon Prime, and Google Play Movies. Learn about the cast and crew, links to purchase, and more at PurposeAndFreedomMovie.com. Purpose and Freedom. Keep your hand on the plow. Available now. Rated G. I did not feel safe. That's why I decided to come to California, because I didn't feel safe in Mexico. It's kind of like the system, and if you go outside the system, then it becomes a struggle. 
Are you an immigrant seeking defense representation and are looking to protect your rights? Or maybe someone who is experiencing an injustice or discrimination and need a lawyer you can trust? Well, that's exactly why you need the help of award-winning trial lawyer Zulu Ali. The law offices of Zulu Ali provides immigration defense representation for those seeking justice and looking to protect their rights. If you or a loved one needs professional legal advice and representation, then contact Zulu Ali. Zulu Ali's firm focuses on criminal law, family law, civil and personal injury, and international law. Zulu Ali is a former police officer and U.S. Marine, so you know you're in good hands. Serving all of California and immigration cases nationwide, representing victims and suspects, at the International Criminal Court at The Hague. Call Zulu Ali today at 888-682-3049 or visit ZuluAliLaw.com. Welcome back to Justice Watch with Attorney Zulu Ali and the Justice Watch crew. Can you guys hear me? Yes, yes sir. All right. So anyway... Uh, Mr. Braxton told me to get some water because I'm on fire. <laughs> <laughs> There's a few emojis that are echoing that also. <laughs> but I mean, I'm just—I mean, I just think we need to, you know, at some point in time, we got to keep it real, man. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Most definitely. And you I, know, I, I'm just like, you know, I just want to see some action, and I think that we deserve to see action right away because we the black community man we we really came out and supported yes we did you know we we worked our tails off trying to to get this man into office and you know and i do believe that you know we deserve you know some immediate uh impact on we we can't keep waiting man is it you know why should we have to wait Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, why should we have to wait for justice? I mean, I, do people understand really what's happening, mm-hmm. man, in these in these in this criminal justice system? Are, are people really just not getting it? I, I mean, I'm not understanding. Mm-hmm. I mean, these dudes are just like, you know, it, it's it's just crazy. I mean, you know how they the, the disparity and and the way that the, the treatment that people are being subjected to and. You know, the people that are being charged unjustly or, you know, being charged for overcharged or, you know, putting these young... They, they, I'm telling you, man, it's... It, and then the police brutality. Mm-hmm. I mean, the first thing he should have said is just made it clear that I, I'm going to do a study on police officers yeah. and the way that mm-hmm. they're doing things to black folks. Why ain't we doing that study? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What, what kind of resources are you going to give me to keep me from being beat down by the police. What, what, what kind yeah. of resources are you going to allocate? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm just asking. I mean, you know, I, I'm just I'm just keeping it real. You know, and, and the thing about it is, is that, that you know, I'm tired of studies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm yes, tired sir. of all that kind of stuff. Yes, sir. Because why should you, why should, look, they don't give us time to study. Yeah. They don't, they don't, they don't, they do not give you no consideration when they arrest you beat you down, and put you in prison. Mm-hmm. Do they give you time? No. No, sir. No, huh? no. no, sir. Do they give you time to get things? They don't, none of that happens. So, no. you know, it, it's time for things to change, man. Yeah. 
And I, and I think the on onset, you know, that's one of the things that we said early on that, you know, because of the police brutality and all the things that was actually happened within our community that lit that fire up under the, you know, uh, up under the, uh, uh, the people to actually go out to the polls and vote and put someone totally different in office, I think he needs to look back at that. You know, but like I said in onset, you know, it's not going to change. What it's going to do is it woke up a lot of people, you know, and it goes back to what you said about that abusive relationship. Once the person becomes so abused, at some point in time, they have to depart away from their mate, like you mm -hmm. always said. And I think that what this gonna what this gonna do is it's gonna it's gonna show people this just this first hundred days is gonna show people, you know, uh, the first three days so far have shown us exactly that we're no one is gonna give us anything. We have to get what we want on our own. We can't sure. sit back and we can't wait for someone, you know, this great white hope, as you would say, to come through, swoop us up, and give us everything we need. We have to get what we need on our own. No one is going to give us anything. And so if we sitting back waiting for the next four years, believe me, and I said this before they got into office, that the next four years we're going to look up and we're going to be in the same place in the same condition. But what it's going to do is going to create a conscious people to know that they're going to have to depart away from that relationship you talked about. Mm. Well, I would just follow what you're saying up, Brother Bilal, and, and brother, uh, brother Zulu, you're, you're spot on. Look. You know, activism is not the act itself. It's the actions that are taken afterward. Mm -hmm. And who changed this whole uh, election cycle uh, were the progressive uh, organizers that were on the ground, that were putting in work. Mm -hmm. This administration, I don't care what color it is, and I don't care what party it comes from, until we hold their feet to the fire, nothing's going to change. They keep talking about Kamala Harris, and, I, I, you know, I salute the sister for what she has done, but let's be honest, she comes from a very privileged uh, state of being. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, she is not on the ground understanding the people, so until we get the voice in there and give uh, and make sure that that voice has the capacity to induce the type of change, and then most importantly, hold consequentially the feet to the fire and do not let them determine and dictate what needs to be done. We are not going to move. We are not going to take any type of action. We've been waiting, as you said, Brother Ali, we've been waiting. Yeah, we've been waiting 400 years. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so have we been lulled into a neutrality of comfortability? Things are not going to change unless we force the hand of those people in power. Power speaks to power. Power doesn't mm -hmm. bow down for anybody. Exactly. Yeah. Talk to me, Rose. I think that there's certainly, uh, when I think of government and just policy and all of that, we definitely do have our congressmen and congresswomen, senators and the president at a federal level. But I think there needs to be much more than just putting the blame on these federal agents when we have local communities in themselves full of people whom are suffering, people whom are discriminated mm -hmm. by the police officers that are intended to serve that community. I think we definitely do need more grassroots movement coming together from a local viewpoint because I feel like we tend to see, I think there is solutions. There is a way for us to unionize and try to combat this systematic racism, but I think that it starts with our local community. 
And that's something that hasn't been happening for a mm -hmm. good while. And I say it because in the community of San Bernardino itself, there's so much going on, but nobody is standing against it. Nobody is unionizing to really combat the racism that lies within this community itself that has brought this community to the poverty rates that it is that, that it has now, to the homelessness, to the discrimination that it has. Nobody is unionizing because a lot of people are so disillusioned with the federal government, so much so that they sit in their households comfortable saying, mm -hmm, well, you know what? Mm -hmm. Everything is over. We cannot unionize. We cannot do anything in our local communities. And I think there is power in grassroots movements that needs to begin really unionizing to not only cater to the people in our communities, but to also galvanize those people in Congress, because whom are they there to serve if not the people in their Teach. constituency? Teach. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we do definitely need to, to um, focus a lot more on doing things on a, on a local level. Uh, the only thing that I wish that when it comes to our, our federal government agencies and our federal leaders is that oftentimes they're very instrumental in setting the tone. And, you know, and I, I would love to see them come right out and say, you know, I'm going to, I mean, I'm just tired of them couching our situation with everybody else. And when you do that, you know what's going to happen, and that's nothing. And and I think that we need, from day one, we need to make sure that we, we voice those concerns mm -hmm. um, about a, an immediate look. If you're mm -hmm. if you got police officers who are going out here, and clearly there is an issue with police beating down and shooting innocent black people, <clears throat> don't you think that takes that's not, that that's our pandemic? Right? Mm -hmm. How can a p pandemic be just more important? Only reason that a, what if the pandemic was only killing black people? Mm -hmm. Would that mean that they wouldn't do anything? Yes, uh, probably. Yeah. You know what I'm yes. Saying? So, <laughs> so that's what's happening. We, 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 the police, the way that the judicial system for black people is like a pandemic. Mm -hmm. It's killing people. Public health mm -hmm. issue. Killing mm -hmm. people. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm talking about literally, they're, they're killing people. The way that they're, I mean, these guys, it's, it's death. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, and it's not what, I mean, and then don't give me this, there's a difference between justice and order. Right? Mm -hmm. The system is giving us order. But order doesn't necessarily give you justice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's what we have. We have order. And as long as, the, as long as they're administering this system in a way in which they do, it's going to continue to uh, make sure things, that, that, that things stay in order. And for us, we know what that means. Yeah. So it's now time for them to really take the time and say, look, I'm not, on my watch, men, police officers are not going to kill innocent men or women or unjustly kill men and women, period, but specifically we've seen it happening disproportionately in the black community, and it's going to stop from day one. Mm -hmm. That's all he needs to say. Yeah. Why wouldn't you say that, man? Why wouldn't you say it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't give me no excuses for that. You're going to go out and take your way to always address everybody's individual situation. 
but you're not going to deal with our situation? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I just think that he – I just think that it's – I'm far beyond – expecting anything from him at this point mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and that's just 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 being real i just think that even you know us being able to galvanize a force to you know make them uh, hold them accountable or hold their feet to the fire i just think we're beyond that point right now i just think that even if we do go out and we galvanize support and and people to rally behind us whether we do the marching whether we do the, the petitions whatever we do i don't i just at this point i don't think that there's no hope in that other than us being able to raise ourselves up by these bootstraps you know uh, uh bring about some type of economic force, put our monies together, and just get our own and do our own. Because at this point, it's, 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 it's useless trying to talk. We've been talking for too long. We've been doing for too long. And still, there's no results. And I think that these next four years is going to show people because there's going to be some people that's going to walk away from it and it's going to say, there is no hope. Mm-hmm. Please do not check that dial. We'll continue on the other side of the paper. Just watch. There's a new nationally syndicated radio program that's sweeping the nation, and you don't want to miss it. Justice Watch with Attorney Zulu Ali, the voice of justice for the people. The focus of Justice Watch is to provide an honest analysis and viable solutions to the criminal and social justice crisis in America and the world from a black, brown, working class, and socially disadvantaged perspective, and to motivate listeners to be informed and part of the solution. Zulu Ali is joined by the Justice Crew, consisting of Rosa Nunez, Michael Clark, Dr. Akil Bashir, and Charito Ali to tackle the most pressing issues. Host attorney Zulu Ali is a former police officer, U.S. Marine Corps veteran, and an award-winning trial lawyer who focuses on representing persons accused of crimes, immigrants, victims of discrimination, and persons seeking civil justice. Find out how to listen to Justice Watch with attorney Zulu Ali at justicewatchradio.com. Nubian Pictures presents a CCM Films production documentary entitled Purpose and Freedom. Keep your hand on the plow. This emotional and strong documentary tells the story of African-American lawyer Zulu Ali seeking justice and his purpose as a lawyer while crossing paths with Araceli, an undocumented immigrant from Mexico who is seeking her freedom. Together, they help discover their purpose and freedom in each other. Watch this incredible film today from iTunes Movies, YouTube Movies, Amazon Prime, and Google Play Movies. Learn about the cast and crew, links to purchase, and more at PurposeAndFreedomMovie.com. Purpose and Freedom. Keep your hand on the plow. Available now. Rated G. I did not feel safe. That's why I decided to come to California, because I didn't feel safe in Mexico. It's kind of like the system, and if you go outside the system, then it becomes a struggle. Are you an immigrant seeking defense representation and are looking to protect your rights? Or maybe someone who is experiencing an injustice or discrimination and need a lawyer you can trust? Well, that's exactly why you need the help of award-winning trial lawyer Zulu Ali. 
The law offices of Zulu Ali provides immigration defense representation for those seeking justice and looking to protect their rights. If you or a loved one needs professional legal advice and representation, then contact Zulu Ali. Zulu Ali's firm focuses on criminal law, family law, civil and personal injury, and international law. Zulu Ali is a former police officer and U.S. Marine, so you know you're in good hands. Serving all of California and immigration cases nationwide, representing victims and suspects at the International Criminal Court at The Hague. Call Zulu Ali today at 888-682-3049 or visit ZuluAliLaw.com. Welcome back to Justice Watch with the train for Lou Wiley and the Justice Watch crew where we're um, having our discussion on the uh, inauguration 2021 and what will the new administration really mean for the black, brown, and socially uh, disadvantaged. Mm. Yeah, so, you know, I mean, it, it's hard for me to think about it. I mean, you know, I feel, and you know, I know that I'm screaming in my listeners' ear, but you know, I'm just really passionate about it, and I'm tired of it. Mm. You know what I mean? And and I can't act like I'm cool with it. I can't come on and say things that are politically correct, and you know, do all those things that we've been doing when I know that you have human beings suffering. Mm-hmm. And I get it. I think that. Any suffering is, 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 is wrong, and I think that any good-minded people are going to come out and speak out about the suffering mm-hmm. against any people that are being mistreated, period. Mm-hmm. We understand that. I mean, I think you, we have an obligation to speak out for injustice. But at the same time, you know, we're so, you know, it's almost like, you know, we're being... Uh, manipulated sometimes. I feel manipulated. And the reason why I feel manipulated is because I know at my age and my birthday is next week that when it's time for things to get done, our government has no problem getting those things done immediately Mm -hmm. and right away when they feel like it's important and it's urgent. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to us knowing what we're dealing with and someone does not feel it's like, OK, when you saw what happened to George Floyd, the whole world saw it and there was a reaction. But tell me anything that any law enforcement or any uh, legislature or anybody in office had done. Look, when O.J., was, when O.J. was uh, was found not guilty of, of, of allegedly killing Nicole, they changed domestic violence laws around the entire country mm. immediately. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Real talk. Right? Mm-hmm. Real talk. They immediately went out and changed domestic violence laws. I was a police officer at the time that it happened. The, the way police dealt with, with, with uh, domestic violence was extremely different prior to the O.J. Simpson case and post-O.J. Simpson case. Nowadays, if you come out to a domestic violence case, a uh, domestic violence call, somebody's going to jail. Yep. Because the laws have changed. Mm-hmm. Because they felt like it was necessary because 
they felt like a black man got away with killing a white woman. That's what that that that's what that you know that's how that went down. Mm-hmm. But when a police officer puts his knee on somebody on a man's neck while he's while he's begging and calling out the name of his mother and urinating on himself and his life is coming out of him and everybody in the world sees it and nobody has done nothing about it. Huh? Mm-hmm. Talk yeah. to me about that. And but, you're going to sit there and you're going to tell me what kind of, I mean, look, my mother raised a man. My mother did not raise a boy. And so I'm not going to talk like a boy. I'm going to talk like a man. Don't treat me like a boy. Mm-hmm. Treat me like a man. And they've been treating us like boys since they brought us here. That's right. That's and I'm right. sick and tired of that. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. sick of it, man. It's time for them. He needs to do that from day one, and I'm not waiting for it. And ain't nobody going to come up and you call me whatever you want to. (laughs) I don't care. I really don't. 110%. I don't care because I'm a man, and I'm just going to tell it just like it is. They need to do something from day one. Exactly. And stop sitting up here going, you know, Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. We got somebody in office. He's gone or whatever. We might if they if we if they gonna keep dealing with us the way they did in the criminal justice system, we might as well have Trump in office. Yeah. <laughs> huh? Yeah. If they gonna if they still gonna keep beating down black men and putting us in jail like what they putting us in in uh, in slavery, they might as well kept him in office. Well, huh? Yeah. You need to do something from day one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Well, so I'm, I'm tired of it, man, and I'm tired of these people that are going to be st- stepping on eggshells and trying to be politically correct and trying to do stuff that's symbolic. I'm tired of symbols. Mm-hmm. You know, don't yeah. throw somebody in front of me that looks like me and makes and make me feel like I'm satisfied. Yeah, mm-hmm. to each. Exactly. Talk well to said. me, Rosa. Well, well said. Rosa, he, huh? said, he said, talk to me. Talk, talk to me, Rosa. To <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking about everything you're saying. And, yeah, I think there's definitely, if if nothing changes, like you said, um, yeah, we, we're better off with the other party because at the end of the day, it's really not going to be those people in power that will change our narratives. If they're not creating policies that, um, you know, really tackle systemic racism, then why do we need them there in the first place? Mm -hmm. Why do we need people of color who say they relate to us, but in reality, they don't even understand us? Mm -hmm. And how is that going to really change the picture of racism and systemic racism in this country? Um, And I think it does does definitely start with um, just making sure that we hold these people accountable to the promises that they tell us, but also in in our community knowing that they will not save us, that they will not change. No single policy, no single politician, no single group of people in power will change the 400 years of oppression that black people in this country have faced. And we need to realize that and unionize and start to really form a new agenda that really tackles these issues because they obviously aren't. I think we're overlooking something too, and I'd like your feedback, all of you. 
Look, we, we've got to remember this country, the foundation of this country, uh, utilizes a punitive system uh, to drive all of its policies. Mm -hmm. And so if that is systematic, if that is systemic, the fact that everything we do is based on punishment, it's not based on restorative justice, it's not based on equality, it's not based on a balance. You look at everything that happens, and guess what? Black people and the people of color are at the bottom of that punitive system. Mm -hmm. So if this is in in my mindset, I don't care what type of rhetoric I come out with, if I'm constantly being punished and that is an acceptable means, that punishment is going to keep on going. And the only way you stop punishment is not cowed down and make mm -hmm. sure at the end of the day, if I'm punished incorrectly, that there's going to be some consequence. The reason mm -hmm. the police do what they do is there's no consequence. Yeah. The reason the justice of judges do what they do is there's no consequence. The reason everything in this country is structured the way it is, uh, is because of the simple fact people in privilege think they can use um, a cancerous system and have used it extremely effectively to make sure people were marginalized, dysfunctional, and canceristically isolated in terms of this process. And so until we get to that, we're going to see the same situation transpire over and over mm -hmm. and over because punishment is the law of the land in this country. Mm -hmm. And, and and I think that one of the things that we have to do when it comes to just dealing with our grassroots organization is that, you know, uh, and you were speaking about that earlier, you know, Rose, a lot of people, you know, don't want to, you know, get involved sometimes with those grassroots mm -hmm. organizations mm -hmm. because they are more, it, it's almost like... Yeah. It's almost like their cause is not a means to an end, yeah. but the end. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I know we're not out of time. Yeah, we yes, are. Yes, we are. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, well, I appreciate everybody tuning in for this edition of Justice Watch. We'll see you next week, same time, same place, same channel. And until that time, stay blessed. Hey, There's a new nationally syndicated radio program that's sweeping the nation, and you don't want to miss it. Justice Watch with Attorney Zulu Ali, the voice of justice for the people. The focus of Justice Watch is to provide an honest analysis and viable solutions to the criminal and social justice crisis in America and the world from a black, brown, working class, and socially disadvantaged perspective, and to motivate listeners to be informed and part of the solution. Zulu Ali is joined by the Justice Crew, consisting of Rosa Nunez, Michael Clark, Dr. Akil Bashir, and Charito Ali to tackle the most pressing issues. Host Attorney Zulu Ali is a former police officer, U.S. Marine Corps veteran, and an award-winning trial lawyer who focuses on representing persons accused of crimes, immigrants, victims of discrimination, and persons seeking civil justice. Find out how to listen to Justice Watch with Attorney Zulu Ali at justicewatchradio.com. You're on board KCAA's Inland Talk Express. KCAA, Loma Linda, 1050 AM, the station that leaves no listener behind.
NBC News Radio. I'm Matt Mattinson. Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are heading to the Super Bowl. Brady threw three touchdown passes and overcame three interceptions as the Bucs beat the Packers 31 to 26 in the NFC Championship game at Lambeau Field. President Biden is looking to strengthen ties with France. Biden spoke with French. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.